no diggity. Hey, this is Alex editing this episode. There are major spoilers for just about every part of JoJo in this episode. So please, proceed with caution. When I say spoilers, I mean major character deaths and plot lines. So please, if you don't want to get spoiled, I recommend you stay away from this episode. And if not, then I guess you've sealed your fate. No diggity! Time! Resume! Butsurari, I've been waiting... Hey, wait a minute, who are you? I am Giorno Giovanna. Who? Giorno Giovanna, I've come to take down... I was expecting Butsurari, where's Butsurari? Oh, dude, he died like a while back. What? What? Well, what about this lieutenant? Uh, Abacchio, Fugo, uh... All, all dead, too. Seriously? It's just... What me. was your name again? Uh, Giorno Giovanna. And I have a dream that I will take you down and end your reign of drug dealing in Italy. Oh, okay. You want to come at me by yourself? Fine, I'll... Attacking me by surprise. No dignity. Hey, everybody! Nobody wants to work because of giant vampire wife. Welcome to No Dignity. I am your host, Chrising. And I am your other host, Alejandro Vargas. And oh my god, it's like a throwback. You're actually getting a new episode. That's not, is it a throwback when it's a new episode? It's a throwback because we've been real lazy on getting these done. I'm not lazy, we've been busy with other things. <laughs> I just got a job. And I Ooh, and, wage labor. And I I got Monster Hunter Rise, so you know, priorities. <laughs> uh but in reality he has been streaming. Please go check his streams out. <laughs> okay, so back in the saddle again though with some awesome, awesome JoJo action. And today we have another listener request. Alex, will you read it for us? Yes, of course. This listener request is by Anthony Holichork. Uh, so sorry for getting to you so late, my man. Um, it says, hello, I recently found your podcast and found it quite enjoyable. I have a question that you may or may not have answered yet. What do you think would have happened if some of the side characters who were killed throughout the series were not killed? I know this is very broad, but bear with me. I think it could be an interesting topic, but there is not a lot to go off of, since it will be pure speculation. Please keep up the good work and stand strong. Kind regards, Anthony Holichark. Hmm. Hold up. Hold up. So we're talking about characters not dying when they died. Yeah, so in the back room, you know, in the green room, when we were discussing this episode, uh, turns out I am illiterate. Yeah, yeah, because you told me the opposite. <laughs> you told me uh, the, what would happen if they died earlier than they died. And that's what I spent my time thinking about. <laughs> so audience, uh, please recontextualize the opening skit in your heads <sighs> okay uh that's all right you know what um i do uh, we'll put a pin in the original version because i do have a hot take controversial take i, I might even hot. add um regarding the Ooh. character death um Ooh. But that's okay we can we can do the original actual question no problem boblem um shall we go in numerical order I believe so. Um, Baron Zeppeli would be first on that list. Uh, no, you're wrong. 
Really? It's Danny. Okay, are we really counting Danny as a Joe bro? <laughs> yes, I count Danny as a Joe bro, as a side character. Uh, if we want to get even farther back with it, Jonathan's mom. I'm not counting Jonathan's mom as a Joe bro. A Joe bro. <laughs> no, but she is a side character. Okay, yeah, but a Joe. <sighs> okay, yeah, I guess the question did say side characters. Fine. Uh, what would have happened if Danny didn't die? So the que- I guess my question to you is, uh, does he still get thrown in the incinerator or not? <laughs> Well, if Danny didn't die, then no, he doesn't get thrown in the incinerator. Well, he could be in the incinerator and survive. <laughs> okay, he becomes like a toasty dog, right? Well, yeah, and that cha- that that, has a, that changes the answer to the question quite a bit, I think. Okay, okay. <sighs> so, like, okay, but like, wait, wait, but like, run with me on this for a second, okay? So, like... Oh, oh, I've... Uh, so, essentially, like, the, the death of Danny is in tv tropes parlance uh literally kick the dog right like uh, (laughs) tv tropes parlance to kick the dog is a moment in which uh the story tries to demonstrate to you the viewer that the character you are observing is evil um i guess well he literally he did literally kick the dog i guess um in jojo parlance it would be like maim the dog eat the dog uh, I don't know. It, but anyway, so in order to show how bad Dio is, he literally kills the dog to demonstrate that. So it it might be interesting if he threw Danny into the incinerator, but then Jonathan like catches him, right? And then you have this badly mm-hmm. burned mangled dog that Jonathan nurses to health for the rest of like, you know, the part. Yeah, well, well I'm not for hmm. the rest of the first episode. Right, I was I was just trying to think to myself, would he actually have survived? Would that dog have lived long enough to get to the end of when Jonathan's 20? I'm not sure. I mean, I guess... Maybe not to the end of part I one. I guess they could have fudged it a little bit to make it happen, but... Um, but I, mean, I, I think, I look, think that I, would be sort of interesting because it would show... It, it could show how, like, how kind Jonathan is. Not that he needs any more help in that department, <laughs> but... I... I mean, I personally would have. I see. My idea for this is that you know, um, uh, Jonathan's father, uh, you know, gets sick, poisoned by Dio, uh, and then Jonathan goes to Ogre Street uh, to find, uh, you know, this Eastern medicine man to help him. And so when Speedwagon comes out and he's like, "Oi, we're gonna rob you, yeah," you know, imagine this surprise, Danny. <laughs> surprise, Danny. <laughs> Like, Jonathan, like, moves over his, like, you know, his Sherlock Holmes coat, right? Mm-hmm. And then, boom, surprise Danny. <laughs> that that does have some, some fun potential there. Yeah, and then Speedwagon's like, like, this bloke's best friend with the dog! He can't possibly be bad! Well, that was going to be my next question, which is, uh, which, which strange character does Danny bite first? uh the um uh, racially insensitive uh native american man okay there you go uh, you heard it here first people I, um danny the dog colonialist i mean it is he's is a british he is a british dog it's in his it's in his uh cultural makeup um okay that, that is pretty good <laughs> I, right. I do like that so danny could have survived um 
I mean, he, I guess he could have been at the battle. Probably about just about as useful as Poco, so. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. That's that's a bit of an insult to Danny. <laughs> okay, okay, second character to not die. Uh, George Joestar. Ooh, that's a tricky one. That one's pretty important. Yeah. Um, huh. Dio cuts his hand. No one said it couldn't be your own blood. Yeah, I guess that's true. So I guess that part of the story could be, um, uh, I guess it could be like George still sick and poisoned, maybe never fully recovers. Um, and then, you know, Jonathan still does pretty much everything exactly the same. It's just that George is back home, like doing his yeah convalescent father figure and, thing. And it changes part two. Because after, you know, the big boom-boom at the boat, um, Arena can just take, uh, you know, little old Lisa Lisa and unborn, uh, you know, George II uh, and just go back to the Joestar Mansion. Why can't... Well, she does do that anyway. Well, yeah, but now there's, like, you know, Grandpa George That's there. true. So Joseph's, Joseph's life is different. Yeah, because you have not just Granny Arena, but Great Grandpa George chilling around. Um, at least probably or in his Great Grandpa George, even like. Well, I mean, he wouldn't survive all the way to part two, but still, like, I don't know. I, I was gonna say maybe they're just like a bit richer, but they're already rich uh, <laughs> around at part two. So it's like, huh? That's yeah. I don't know if that really changes the the story in any like meaningful way, other than just sort of like. No wonder they killed George. He has no purpose outside of that. <laughs> well, I mean, character death is always supposed to motivate you to the next level. I feel like um, JoJo in general does a pretty good job of that. So it makes sense that without those characters dying, there's really not like a lot of point to them. So, you know, I'm kind of on board with that theoretical concept. Um... But I guess it just makes the story happier. It just, I don't know. Maybe it makes Joseph feel like he's got, I don't know though. He doesn't really seem all that unhappy about his situation. Yeah, no, Joseph's a pretty, uh, pretty cheery. Yeah, he's uh, pretty, pretty well uh, adjusted to his strange family and his strange life. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, you know, you got the, you got the rich gay uncle, right? And then you have, you know, the, the rich grandma. What more can you ask for? Yeah. Well, and, and on top of that, are we, mm, I mean, are, do you figure that Joseph's rapscallion nature is nature or nurture? I mean, I'm typically a, a nurture kind of guy, you know, considering that, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, we, we can assume that George wasn't much of a rapscallion and we can assume that Jonathan, uh, you know, for how chivalrous and, adventurous he was he was not very much of a a rapscallion uh type but uh and nor is jotaro yes he is jotaro's a, a well, like, thug and like, like the, a, a delinquent not like the you know uh, you know gleeful trickster kind of deal yeah but i mean it's like he's got like a wild streak right and there really doesn't yeah. seem to be a reason for jotaro to have a wild streak because um holly is like the sweetest person of all, of all time um and unless, unless Sadao um, 
Cujo <laughs> sax man extraordinaire was like some sort of delinquent. <laughs> um, you know, is there is there just this wild man portion of the Joe Star bloodline somewhere? Maybe from Lisa Lisa. I mean, you got to think about it like this: they all get progressively like worse in their like delinquency. You know, uh, you know the first one we have no table manners, right? Uh, the second one, you know, he's a bit of a trickster, a bit of a cheat. Uh, he's, he's, you know, uh, willing to cheat on a fight. He's willing to let, you know, some innocent woman die because he doesn't know her. You know, and the third one, uh, you know, he's a bit of a bully, uh, uh, a bit of a delinquent. You know, he, uh, he orders food and doesn't pay for it. Um, the fourth one, high school student. Ooh, seen his hair? <laughs> Fifth one, literal gangster. The sixth one, we end up in prison. Then the seventh one, Rapscallion, uh, most of all, he's a cowboy. You know, those people were just, uh, they were rooting, tooting, and shooting. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then get past that, uh, number uh, JoJo number eight, Sailor. Hmm. So it sounds like you agree with me, which is that, that so it basically, George's presence wouldn't really change anything because Joseph's going to end up Pretty much the same. Yeah. Okay. Um, but what about <laughs> Baron Zeppeli? Huh. Wait, you're forgetting Dario. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> okay. We can't go over every <laughs> single character that dies. <laughs> you're forgetting the two drunkards that Dio kills. No, no I'm not. I'm ignoring them. That's you're different. forgetting Doobie. How could you forget Doobie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. We we'll just assume that um uh, we'll just assume that Dio if he didn't kill him then he would have killed him later in a much more explicit way that would have gotten him in jail. Um, so let's get to Baron Zeppeli. This one could be actually pretty significant because with a well I don't know that's interesting because does does Straight So still take Lisa Lisa or does Zeppeli take Lisa Lisa? Mm, I think in this case it probably, uh, but you have to consider Zeppeli's, you know, history with abandoning children. That's what I was kind of wondering. Not just because, like, oh, he would abandon them because he's going to abandon children, but is he like, would he feel too much guilt about abandoning his other family? He's like, well, I'm not going to start raising a <laughs> random kid when I'm not going to raise my own kid. Yeah, I think Zeppeli would kind of bounce. Yeah, so he might, he would probably stick around and probably teach George the second Hamon, though, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think he'd be George's Hamon teacher. Right. So then you have the not so um, tragic story of uh, George not dying, basically, then, which then. I, you know, I, oh, I was just going to say, I always thought it was kind of funny how they, uh, they covered up George's death with uh, him, you know, crashing a plane and, you know, kind of giving off the air that maybe he was a bad pilot and his son turned out to be an actual terrible pilot. <laughs> no dignity, Araki. No dignity. <laughs> so, I mean, that changes the story pretty significantly um, with dad in the picture. Well, I don't know, does it? Because, well, hmm. Yeah, because Lisa Lisa doesn't go off to be the next Grand Hamon Master, right? Yeah. Because she doesn't have to go on the run from killing that quote-unquote officer. <laughs> hmm. 
but then George is on the run for killing the quote-unquote officer, hmm? Oh. Yes, yes, fugitive Jojo father. Um, so Lisa Lisa is still alone. Hmm, or maybe they go together. Or they run away together. Meaning Joseph is and just then, like Ultra Hamon boy from the get-go. Yeah, Ultra Hamon boy from the get-go. Probably with even worse manners. He's he's essentially Gohan, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you know, turning Super Saiyan when you're like twelve, yeah. <laughs> hmm. And then he like curb stomps yeah. the Pillar Man, like it's not even a thing. <laughs> <laughs> he just curb stomps the Pillar Man because he's that much of a ham on master. He's so much of a ham on master that he summons Hermit Purple at the age of fifteen. Ooh boy, that's that can't be good. <laughs> Uh, this also means that he does not peek on his mom, um, completely destroying his character arc. <laughs> uh, <sighs> all, all of that from just from Baron Zeppeli surviving. Wow, look at that. Yeah, I know. And I think we ex- we that accidentally was- covered uh, <laughs> George the second or George the second not dying too. So <laughs> we got we got a twofer on that one. Yeah, we got a twofer on that one. But we're well. Hold on, we're we were forgetting. What if Jonathan? Did it die in part one? Oh boy, that's a, that's a that's a that's a doozy. <laughs> oh wait, do we not get to him because he's not a side character? Nope. Oh, yep, you're right. He doesn't. Sorry, Jonathan, you're dead. Sorry, Jonathan, he's just dead. You're dead. That's just how it. That's how it meant to be. You're dead. He's dead. Died. Deaded. But Wang Chen, not oh, dead. Oh God. Okay. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> part two. <laughs> Okay, part two. We covered what if George lived? Um, what if Straitso lived? Hmm. Straitso has actually a pretty significant um, potential for the redemption arc type deal. Realizing the monster that he is. I mean, he, he already did do that with his, you know, self-destructing Hamon boom moment. Um, but it, it is sort of interesting to think about what if he had like stayed on stayed living and being be part of the team and like you know be a good vampire hmm so hear me out here he didn't kill anyone that was too important to the story in fact he only killed side characters <laughs> not like not even named side characters he killed nameless side characters he thought he killed um uh, speedwagon and so now he has to go through this whole thing where he's trying to learn to forgive himself and gain Speedwagon's trust again. Hmm, that's true. Unless, like, he basically just ends up dying anyway in the story. I don't know. Does he Does he just die later? I feel like he has to die later in order for that he... full redemption to make sense to the viewer. Like, because I, I don't think the viewer ever... You can't murder your, your fellow Hamon boys in cold blood so you can be pretty and then get a pass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Okay, here's my idea. You know how when Cars um, uh, was about to put the redstone of Aja inside the mask and the sun was rising? Uh-huh. So it was like this big dramatic moment. So my idea is that straight so uh, pops up and he's, he's, he's holding Cars. He's trying to hold his arms down uh, up until the sun comes up. And then, you know, Joseph's like, but straight so when the sun comes up, you'll die too. You know, and he's all like, he's like, I realize now the worth of human life. And, you know, no matter how feeble or, or short it may be, you know, or, um, uh, or like I've, I've accepted death and I, I'm ready for whatever's coming next. 
uh, and then it turns out that Cars just put the stone in anyway. So he uh, he dies for that dramatic moment. Ooh, that's a good one. You see, you see, I can write fan fiction. I just don't choose to. <laughs> yeah, that's real good. Ah, uh, so that that actually <laughs> has some decent dramatic potential there. Like I said, straight so of, of write this down. Yeah, straight so of everybody, I think had really good potential for a, a redemption arc and and still be a sort of plot relevant. <laughs> hmm. Okay, what if um uh, <laughs> what if Stroheim didn't die the first time around? <laughs> so he just continues to be a regular Nazi and not a robo Nazi? Yeah. Um I guess that wouldn't change much. What does he well, I guess, he doesn't help Joseph then at the at the volcano battle. Uh no, not not really. He's just he's kinda he's, he's sticking around there. Hmm. So he's just like regular bad regular dude, regular pointless Nazi, um, yeah. Who can't actually help in the battle? Yeah. Hmm. I guess it'll make the <laughs> the reader question more why he's there. Yeah. I mean, his his, <laughs> right, his cool. usefulness in the in the story is already somewhat questionable. <laughs> <laughs> you just need I, for some reason Rocky needs to put him in there. We don't know why. Well, you know though, uh, this uh, key point though, Joseph wouldn't get robot hand. That's Joseph would not get robot hand, but then we get cool part three hermit purple hand. Ooh, that's spooky. Yeah, that only we can see. That only us Hamon users can see. No, not Hamon. Stand users. Just a tentacly finger hand. Ugh. Yeah, just a tentacly finger hand. And then you know it, it fits with his sly character, you know, and his uh, rapscallion nature. True, true, true. Yes, he steals coins from vending machines. What about uh? <laughs> wait, what? Which of the two Conehead Bros died? Oh, I believe that was Loggins. Yeah, there you go, Loggins. But he doesn't die. Sweet. So nothing changes. Yeah, literally, literally nothing different than what what it originally was because the other guy didn't help out either. Yeah, so Joseph's fake funeral is just a little bigger. <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's the only thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess it's always nice to have another person there. Was that is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? I, I, I can't tell. Uh, I, um, uh, <laughs> one more person to go. Huh? You're still alive? <laughs> How can this be? Yeah, he gets to he gets to have an exclamation mark uh, exclamation mark worth of dialogue. Um, <laughs> all right, Mark. Uh, what would happen if Mark lived? Um, oof. I don't know if he wants to live after half of his body gets eaten up. But what if he gets like the, what if instead of Stroheim, he gets the robot? Yeah, Robo Stroheim, a Robo Mark. Actually, that would have maybe been better. Robo Mark? At least he was sort of sympathetic, right? Like. Yeah, he was getting married. Yeah, he was just one of those neutral Nazis that was like, I don't know, I live in Germany and they told me to go to war. I don't really have an opinion or any power. Versus Stroheim, who was literal Nazi commander and was like executing Mexicans. So, Yeah. Yeah, so we get Robomark, Redemption Yeah, well, and Robomark who feels like he can't 
get married and live a life now because he's a he's a monstrosity. And it and it 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 goes against his Nazi values. Let's not forget. Ooh, ouch! Why did ugh, ugh. I mean, you're right though, but uh <laughs> you're making him less sympathetic. <laughs> I mean, I guess he is a Nazi, so that's fine. But uh I actually would have enjoyed. Yeah. I would have enjoyed Robo Mark. That's all I'll say. I know he probably would have. He also Robo still Mark. probably would have died at the Battle of Stalingrad or whatever. But still, I think I would have enjoyed that part of it. Hmm. You see, you see, uh, audience. With each episode, we're just further building upon this expanded JoJo fanfic universe. Uh, we've got Robo Mark down. He's our new OC original character. Do not steal. Please draw a fan art of Robo Mark. Just exclude swastikas, please. Oh yeah. Uh, what do they do? What do they do in the Indiana Jones Lego game? Oh, they just didn't have any mark. Any like, they didn't have any mark. Okay. Yeah, I remember because I was playing that. I played that game as a kid before I saw any of the Indiana Jones movies, and I had no idea these guys were Nazis. Uh, yeah, it's a little awkward to have Nazis in a right? kids game. So. Because I believe that the way they labeled them was just German soldier. Yes, I believe so, too. <laughs> you know, it's a lot like what they do in JoJo. They, they like to avoid the, the, <laughs> that word. Yeah, until Caesar yells about the Third Reich. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of. Oh, yeah. So, Caesarino, uh, living, but caveat, no hands. No hands? He's got to lose something in that battle. Hmm. I'm hearing the sad music. I'm, 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 pre- I'm putting in the sad music here. I mean, honestly, um, yeah, what would he lose? Maybe his... he lose... Maybe his vision. <laughs> He'd lose his dignity. <laughs> I lose, I lose my soapiness. I can never be clean again. Exactly. He's, he's, now he's like, you know, he can't be the suave, you know, cool boy anymore. Oh, what if he just gets like disfigured? I am so hideous. Yeah, and then, you know, it's got to be the whole thing where it's like, oh, you're not the pretty boy anymore. But don't worry, Caesar, you know. We, we're still your friends. The, we'll still all find happiness in the, the end. The ladies, they do not love me anymore. The senoras. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We could have had, uh, you know, the the ugly Caesar arc. Then what is the purpose of living if I cannot make out with every woman I see? <laughs> you should have yeah. let me yeah, die, should... Joseph. <laughs> Joseph, why did you save me? <laughs> <laughs> Caesar! I didn't know this would end up with Caesar. Caesar! Calm down. <laughs> I, know, I mean, look, I think we've everybody's talked about this at one point. Um, part three Caesar would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. Old man mustache Caesar. Old man mustache Caesar. It would have been amazing. Even if he didn't have, like, a major role, it, it would have been amazing to have um, old man Caesar. Yeah. I want to. I want to see him have to pay child support for the probably dozens of children he's buried. Uh, it would have also been. I mean, I, I I think we've talked about this before, but a, a Zeppeli in part three would have really been fitting. <laughs> but didn't both Avdol 
uh, Ankak Yoin fill that role? Hmm? Yeah, you could have replaced one of them with a with a Zeppeli. <laughs> could have been Noriaki right. Zeppeli. <laughs> Noriaki Zeppeli? The, the family just moves to Japan? No, like every other character in JoJo, they end up marrying a Japanese person. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> That's hmm. just what they do. All right. All right, the three pillar men, they're not dead. Go. What? No. They're not a side character. They're the villains. <laughs> Fine. Who's another character? Part That's two. it. Part three. Moving on. All right, part three. Um, oh, dang. Oh, dang. Part three. I mean, look, the, the easy thing to do is to keep all... You take them out of the battles where they died, um... But they're just incapacitated, right? It's essentially the ending yeah. of uh, Eyes of Heaven, the video game, mm-hmm. where, you know, Avdal and Iggy are just, and Kakuin are just like in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> That's still a surprise ending. I was like, whoa. It is a great ending. No it's, way. A, it's a very feel good ending. Um, and then, of course, the the addition of, of little Jolene. Um, when when Jotaro goes to Morio, um, just just the implication that Jotaro would be a, a better, more rounded human being, I think is pretty significant. On top of that, I also think um, Polnareff probably would have gone with Avdal to Italy. He wouldn't have gone alone. Yeah, you know, and maybe not have ended up. Uh, <laughs> disfigured beyond beyond or, repair or or get this or get this avdol with his new robot hands uh has to uh ha- helps polnareff adjust to life uh missing uh, a few limbs mm-hmm. there is a lot of that fan art where um it shows it's a it's a recreation of the stardust crusaders picture where um you've got Paul, uh, Avdal with robot arms, Paul Riff in the wheelchair, Kakuin with like some sort of braces on his legs to compensate for the damage to his spine, you know, and, and old Joseph. So that that is that is a popular interpretation, and I do like that one. I like it too. I like it too. <sighs> well, we have there is a video game version of that story. It's in the multiverse of the JoJo world. Not can you can you can hey with with uh funny Valentine everything's canon <laughs> with the uh, with the infinite death loop of Diavolo everything's canon as long as Diavolo dies somewhere so let's not forget that Danny has indeed killed Diavolo Danny is stronger than Diavolo <laughs> in one version of reality somewhere <laughs> in a reality somewhere that is canon to JoJo. <laughs> okay. Uh, who else died uh, so, in part three that was was like a minor character? Uh, Avdol's unfed chickens. <laughs> I think they would have been okay. Um, hmm. Polnareff's sister, but that's before part three. Yeah. Does Polnareff join? Probably not. I no, no, he doesn't. His sister's okay, then that means he does not. <laughs> so. I guess that means, uh, huh? Huh? For the oh, I got it. The ship, the ship captain, that that uh, uh, Captain Dragon. Oh, the one that uh, Dark Blue Moon took over. 
Yeah. Uh, well, well, actually, we Ooh. don't know that he's dead. <laughs> oh, what? I assume that he's dead. Well, we can assume, but Boom, we don't know. <laughs> their trip is cut short <laughs> by like several God. several filler episodes. <laughs> yeah, we we no longer have several filler episodes. <laughs> you see, some good can come out of it. But I'd like JoJo filler. Hmm. Nothing good comes out of uh, tampering with part three. All right, part four. Well, that's, see, that's interesting because part three has a, such a high body count, but most of them are villains, so that doesn't really matter. Um, and and the saving of the Joe Bros is pretty pretty self-explanatory. So, um, I mean, and I think we've talked about this before, where you know Kakuin probably would have gone to Morio in part four. Um, probably would have helped solve a mystery faster, all that kind of stuff. Um, Polnareff would have probably had a better time in, in Italy against Diavolo. So, like, we, we've already sort of talked about those repercussions. Um, part four almost has... Who dies in part four? That dog? Well, you can say that about every part. Um... <laughs> all of Kira's uh. victims? <laughs> Well, then there's no, there's there's no, no villain. There's no villain, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, Dang it. Um, I can blow up anything, but I choose not to. I'm trying to think of, like, an incidental character. That, like, oh, um, uh, oh, um, the girl who has, um, uh, Cinderella. Oh, yeah. Ayasuji. Yeah, Ayasuji. Yeah, Ayasuji does not die. They find Kira immediately. Uh, does she get disfigured from the bomb? Is it like one of those? Th- <sighs> okay, here's something that has never been clear to me. Does Okuyasu kill her? What? Does Okuyasu kill her? I. It was Kira's bomb that blew her no, up. No, no, no. I know, but at the same time the bomb's going off, Okuyasu uses the hand to scrape away the explosion, so the rest of them don't get hurt. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, it's a detail most people don't remember. <laughs> Oh my god. Okuyasu. Oh, he's not such a sweet boy. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. My, 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 my faith in a higher power is wavering right now. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh yeah. Did, did he do that before the explosion was like full? Or? Okay, hold on, hold on. I think I have I think I have it. Hold on. We need to know. doesn't really show it i don't know i see so when i think about it i remember the like almost at the same time the explosion goes off which makes sense right like you can't explode and then he scrapes the hand's not that fast so i kind of feel like uh maybe okuyasu killed her like in the in the most technical of senses in the like the the most nitpicky of senses like of well, did she technically die before she was scraped? We will never really know. We'll never know. We'll never know. <sighs> what if, uh, what if, uh, that, uh, um, uh, Raimi, what if Raimi didn't die? Well, again, no story. <laughs> or no second <laughs> half of the story. Oh, wait, jo- wait, um, uh, Josuke's grandpa. Yeah, I was gonna say. So when I when I was looking for Aya's death, I found this very convenient uh, 
video from Hamilton Beat called Part 4, um, Death Count. <laughs> it's got literally everybody who's died. So, uh, yes. Uh, Ryohei Higashita. Um, I don't think he necessarily would have had to die for that to change. I mean, it was sad for Josuke, and I felt bad for him, and it, you got to see his seething, uncontrollable rage when he was dealing with Angelo, but at the same time, it wasn't really a plot point after that. Yeah. So, But at least we don't get Jotaro lying to him, saying that you can't bring back people from the dead. Well, <laughs> Look, hey, I think I think um I think this is a semantics argument. I think Jotaro's like, you can't bring people back from the dead. I can. <laughs> <laughs> you can't bring people back from the dead. <laughs> um, but me, yeah, no, totally cool. Okay, so he's like, Oh what, you're missing a grandpa? <laughs> Wouldn't know. Mine's still alive. Very, very old. <laughs> Because I brought him back from the dead I think, with my stand. I think we've talked about this, but I think uh, Joseph is like significantly older than Ryohei, right? I think he is. Yeah. Ugh. Which is... Ooh. <sighs> um, okay, Keicho Nijimura, where are we falling on him? Is he a Jobro? Is he a side character? Is he an enemy? Uh, well, he's like an early enemy, but... Because I, I think to myself, if he's alive in the story, then he's probably just going to be belittling Okuyasu the entire way through. That's true. Okuyasu doesn't ever get to grow to. up with if Keicho's there. Yeah. And we lose out on his cool speech with uh, uh, Chili Pepper. <laughs> yeah, and then no one's there to bring back Okuyasu from the dead. Um. Yeah. What about the uh, gelatinous cube of rats? <laughs> the, the rat cube? <laughs> Okay. Um Shigechi. Oh, Shigechi. Hmm. That's Well, he gets to be like That's a really important one. He gets to be like, guys, there's this like blonde dude living in the middle of Japan and I, I don't know what it is. He tried to kill me. I found a I found a hand in his bag. Yeah. That's sort of an important one. I mean, that triggers the events, right? Yeah. I suppose he could have. He could. He could suffer the same part three Jobro fate, which he's just like severely maimed and incapacitated. But it's hard to do that in part four when Josuke can touch everybody, and fix them, so. and then, yeah. <laughs> um, what about the tailor? The tailor? Yeah, the guy who was fixing Kira's well, coat. <laughs> it's like everything else in here. They don't die. Up, oh, they find Kira. That's true. <laughs> Um, oh man, it's like Kosaku. Ko it's almost like every death was calculated. Kosaku Kawajiri. <laughs> Kosaku Kawajiri. <laughs> you could well, you could name him and take him out of the story and then have a happier ending. He's a he's a faceless man. Ugh. Actually, no, that'd be pretty cool because JoJo likes to take the horror angle sometimes, right? So like alongside Kira being missing, there's now this faceless man who needs help. Oh yeah, actually that is a pretty good plot hook. Right? And uh and you know, his wife already, you know, hates him. So it's this thing where he has to try and convince her that he's like the real one, but she's liking the new guy a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. That's, a, that's a tricky one. Um Masazo Kinoto, the original user of Cheap Trick. Oh. Oh, Mr. Little Tuft of Orange Hair. Hmm. Well, he goes about his day. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, Rohan fixes his insurance claim and gets his house fixed much faster. <laughs> Let's not forget that man had a weird demon crawling on his back and he was still like, yeah, I'm going to go take <laughs> yeah, this job. I got to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I know I'm cursed. This thing is, is on my back talking to me all the time, but, uh, you know. But geez, dude, have you experienced Japanese work culture? I gotta go, man. <laughs> the, the the bill collectors are not going to, uh, you know, um, just ignore that. <laughs> huh, this, so in this video, it says uh, total deaths for uh, part four, if you count all the murder victims and people who died like before the story began, like uh, uh, Okuyasu's mom, for example, is 101. 101? Yeah, well, according to Hamon Beats count, and at this point, the series total death is 1,045. 1,040? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how that works out. Where do, where does he get... I mean, I've, I've watched some of Hamon Beats videos. I like to consider myself, you know, a moderate fan. But it's like, where do you get that from? I haven't seen this video. I mean, I, I guess if series total if you're going back to like the vampires you're counting out like every single member of the vampire army in part two that gets wasted by the uv we're counting the we're counting the mexican woman uh on the opening of jojo you're counting the entire uh village of uh wind night lot the entire aztec civilization yeah so i could see if, if you're counting like that i could see you, you being able to get to a thousand we spent too much time on part four. Part five. Uh, part five. Jeez, uh, everybody's a, a villain. So Leaky Eye Luca, Pulpo, Sorbet and Gelato, or rats. Um, some some hmm. crows. <laughs> oh, oh, here's uh, a good one. Here's, here's a good one. Abakio's partner. Oh, Abakio never quits the force? Yeah, I guess not. I mean, Butterati recruited him. Yeah, but that was after Abakio got all, you know, drinky and, oh my god, my actions led to the death of my partnery. Yeah, it's true. So I guess they, uh, I guess he never joins. He's still a cop. Yeah. What a narc. Uh, there's a conductor and a bunch of passengers on the train that, uh, Pesci kills. Well, you know, uh, a, a lot less people are sad at the end of the day. Uh, the, the woman who helped birth Babyface? Um, she's got to live with the horrifying realization that she is now the unwilling oh, mother yeah. of a weird blue thing. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, that sounds like a terrible Probably thing. Probably better she died. Um, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, honestly. Uh, um, all the people that were uh, affected by uh, Chiocolata's mold. Guess we got some drunkards on the street. Okay, okay. You know what? I, I am, I am, I'm sort of neutral about Hamon Beats videos, but... This death count for part five is counting the scene where the where the cats were eating a fish. That's not that's really that doesn't, that's not a death. I mean, I guess it's a death, but come on. <laughs> so, Does he count a regular like cat when eating, someone swats a fly? Right. It's like well, when when the when the uh, the pistols were eating the salami, are we gonna count the the meat that that was made out of? <laughs> Oh my god, what if he counted when someone squashed one of the, the harvests? Oh jeez. Oh, um the fortune teller that uh Dopio kills. Oh yeah. Oh, so uh 
with him, we find out that uh, fortune tellers are real. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we find out fortune tellers are real and that this man is later recruited by the Italian police uh, to solve uh, missing persons cases. Uh, as you mentioned, all of the victims that died from Green Day, that is actually kind of sad. That's a lot of people. Yeah, that is a lot of people. Uh, what about all those um, uh, babies and adult bodies who are like driving or something when uh, uh, Silver Chariot Requiem hit? Oh, that's true. There are some yeah, of those. That, that, that could not have ended well, uh, but if they are alive now, then uh, hooray. What about, um, well, I mean, Polar's technically dead. <laughs> he, is li- he is alive and well in the turtle. As a ghost. He, he literally says, he I'm going to hang out here as a ghost. <laughs> Ignore the ghost part. Well, so Polnareff is like a, is he a, a ghost in a stand or is he a ghost with a stand? I think he's a ghost in a stand. Okay. So, I mean, so Mr. President can, can hold ghosts. Well, Raimi, uh, Raimi proved ghosts, right? So yeah. Raimi establishes ghosts and then. I guess the ghosts can just haunt wherever the heck they feel like it. <laughs> but Raimi, like, ascended to heaven. Right, but then she was living in that alley. And what's that alley? What's the deal of that alley? Was the alley her stand? The alley, uh, as you said, Abbey Road. Wait, is it literally a stand? No, you, you came up with that. Oh, that's oh, I did. I forgot. I'm so smart. I'm so clever. <laughs> I'm so good at this. You see, this is... <laughs> I'm so good at this that I forgot, <laughs> and it sounded real. <laughs> We're 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 really good at this podcasting thing, everybody. Hey, could you tell? Hey, podcast memory is real, okay? Podcast memory is real. Podcast memory is when you're on a podcast and then you can't remember what it was you said on that podcast, and then when you go back and listen to it, you anticipate like a joke or something. Like I think, you know, I would think I would say something like this, and then you say it, and you're like, oh, I guess I my thought process is consistent. <laughs> Whatever, we're jumping from this. We're jumping from part five all the way to, to Florida with part six. Okay, Jolene's lawyer. Uh, he gets to scam more people and be a secret undercover elf. <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's see, who who else we got? Uh, we, we, we never get an explanation on the elf ears and why they keep growing. No, we do not. Uh, the mouse. <laughs> the mouse. That guess uses. Um. Well, hey, no, first off, the guy that Jolene uh, hit with her car. Well, the guy that Romeo hit with his car. Oh, the guy, but, but actually the guy that somebody else killed and then... Uh, yeah, so that guy's alive and uh, Jolene doesn't go to prison. Part over. <laughs> part six solved. Well, part six solved, except not really because then there's no one to stop uh, uh, Poochie. <sighs> well, at least she gets to live free until yeah, I guess so. <laughs> the world gets reset. Yeah. If Jolie never goes to jail, does Jotaro still end up catching wind of this? You, you'd think he kind of does, right? Yeah, I think he'd end up catching wind of it. It just doesn't involve Jolene. Yeah. So you end up with like a Stardust Crusaders 2.0. <laughs> We're going to Florida. <laughs> yeah. We're g- <laughs> grabbing uh, Josuke. Well, no, he'd go for Koichi and be like, okay, Josuke, you can come too. <laughs> <laughs> Koichi. I only trust you. You can bring your friend Josuke. <laughs> you mean your family member? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
What about Jordo? Uh, uh, I mean, uh, whatever. He's too busy being a drug boss uh, or anti-drug boss. <laughs> so then we've got some guards, some prisoners, people. Uh, without with. Oh, I was gonna say with Hermes's sister alive, uh, she doesn't go to prison. Yeah. Oh, uh, the three people that um died in the swamp. Mm. Uh, the 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 three people that discovered modern stands, or like the scientists, the the scientists that got the first stand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. Uh. Uh. So he gets to have his own scientists. Uh. Uh. Scientifically accurate adventure. Uh, 14 frogs that fall from the sky. <laughs> they get to have tadpoles. Uh, let's see. Uh, enemy. Enemy. Uh, a bird. Sweet. Uh, one alligator. <laughs> uh, this is Florida. Six zombies. Not third. Zombies are already dead, but it doesn't count. Uh, Anna Sui's <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> oh, Yeah. We just had a whole discussion about this last episode. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, honestly, uh, takes anger management classes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably ends up being arrested for d- domestic abuse. Oh, uh, most definitely. Yes. Uh, and stalking. So it probably ends up in jail, but just not at Green Dolphin Street Prison. <laughs> he ends up somewhere worse. Uh, the the uh, prisoners that die in order to become the trees, the, the 36 sinners. I guess they just live out the rest of their sentences. Uh, some mosquitoes, some beetles that are all eaten by Yo-Yo Ma. Oh, then we get the reunion track. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. Oh, Foo Fighters. Actually, that is an interesting question. If Foo Fighters had made it to the end. Hmm. I mean, would Foo Fighters be able to do much against, you know, Heaven Ascended Poochie and everything? Huh, I suppose unless she shoots before uh before a you know good old pooch man gets there, you know, and he's moving so fast that he gets caught up in it. Okay, hold on, I need to Google something very important that's going to help me understand this here. Um, life cycle of plankton. Let's <laughs> uh, see, let's see, lifespan of plankton. Uh, several weeks, but any individual, the lifespan of any individual phytoplankton is rarely more than a few days. Okay, so. Foo Fighters is essentially immune to the time warping aspects of um, Made in Heaven. But she dies of natural causes anyway. Not really, though, because the, the plankton will just keep reproducing, right? Yeah. Oh my god, Foo Fighters is constantly reproducing with herself at every given second, creating more of herself. Yeah. In public? Ew, no (laughs) dignity. Um, Here's another interesting uh, question. Would would Foo Fighters get a happy ending version of herself? (sighs) Well, don't we already see it? (laughs) Ain't they by the ocean? Nah. (laughs) Fair, fair. Uh, let's see who else dies. Uh, the entirety of Earth. Well, yeah, that's true. But that Ben Emporio undoes that, so it's okay. Does the end of his video have like a like a seven billion kill count? Oh, let's see. Um, the flight two eight six two passengers of crew. 
Uh, oh yeah, then I guess we just wouldn't have that moment where they're inside the ghost plane. Perla Poochie. Oh yeah, then I guess uh, then I guess Poochie's just not evil. Uh, KKK member, he can die. <laughs> he, you can stay dead. Um, snails, lots of snails. Weather. <laughs> oh, weather report. Hmm. Does he take Poochie down himself, or does Poochie beat weather? Uh, it seemed like, well, I, and I mean, Emporio uses weather report to destroy Poochie anyway. I, I think weather was going to win, honestly. That's why Poochie had to take his memories away. Yeah. I think weather, yeah. I think uh, yeah, weather's I guess... like, I think, is weather the strongest character in JoJo? He's one of the strongest characters. Yeah, like, that is... That's a hard one. He's one of the strongest characters in the series, and he's got a dumb hat. I can't take this. We need to do... Have we done an episode of just straight-up character strength? I don't think we have. <laughs> no, I don't think we have, because JoJo's, you know, <laughs> one of those series where it's just like... Oh, yeah, the power... You gotta, like, suss it the out. The power creep is real, for sure. <laughs> I think I think it would be worth not ranking everybody, but maybe, like, the top ten. The top ten like, strongest are, yeah, like, Which of the are the top ten? Got it. <laughs> we we got it. We got to do something like that then. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Made in heaven victims, like just the ones during the time warp part, not the actual destruction of everything, because those people are remade. Uh, how how about Emporio's kidneys? What if those are still alive? <laughs> What about Jolene and Jotaro? <laughs> <laughs> what about their their father daughter relationship? Oof, oof, f in the chat. All right. Yeah, I mean, we can suss out the death of every individual human ever uh, later. <laughs> Let's get to part seven. Part seven. Yeah. Thief. 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 The one that shoots himself. Oh. <laughs> well, the one that Gyro makes shoot himself. Yeah. Uh, uh I guess he just participates in the race and turns out to be the accidental winner uh three racers <laughs> devil palm victim <laughs> mountain tim's oh, battalion again. uh um uh let's get to let's get to johnny's brother Ooh, that's a that's a good one wow there's a lot of de- there's a lot of deaths here dual loser executions or executions <laughs> <laughs> Hostage God, there are a taker. lot of executions. Well, one of your main characters is an executioner. It's kind of uh... <laughs> it's kind of expected. Uh, Oyekomova's Oyo victims, jail guard, um, bat wasps. Joseph of Arimathea. That doesn't count. Come on. Sixty-five other victims. <laughs> That's when the. Um, Steven Steele gets the report that 68 people have died in the race so far. <laughs> uh, Dio's wife. Uh, then he isn't rich and he doesn't race. La, 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 la. Uh, a snake, a, a dinosaur, a bear. Someone discovers that dinosaur and they make modern history. Diego's mom. That's kind of a, that's kind of a big one. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, he'd grow up with a, you know, a compassionate, you know, parent parental figure for longer in his life. Yeah, he doesn't and, uh, uh, doesn't go, become a gold digger. 
Yeah. And uh, I don't know, he leads a, a happy life on a farm somewhere where he uh, gets to, you know, take control of his children instead of the world. Yeah, yeah. Hot Pants is cow. <laughs> I literally, she had a cow? I forget. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jaira, I wouldn't touch that. There's nowhere. Look at this closely, Johnny. Coyotes already ate most of it. I'm just going to take about 600 grams. And I didn't catch this the first time I read it, but it does have HP marked on this cow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she even branded it Hot Pants. Yeah, I did not notice that. <laughs> it's, that's hilarious. Oh, this is me a picture of Mountain Tim dying. That's sad. <sighs> Mountain Tim, if you were alive, would have arrested him. Making propositions to a 14-year-old? Come on, man. Oh, I always forget about that. Lucy Steele, what an interesting character with such a cursed existence. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what if Jesus didn't die? Oh, jeez, stop. <laughs> I'm not trying to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we are. Okay. Nicholas um, Joestar. Yeah, Nick. <sighs> well, obviously, um, uh, Johnny's dad goes from uh, hating him to just regular disliking him. <laughs> it goes from... Uh, Instead of uh, cold disinterest, uh, instead of like direct hate, just regular cold yeah. disinterest. <laughs> <laughs> you think much would have changed? I don't like, think so. In how? Yeah. I mean, I think. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. I think uh, Johnny had to deal with the guilt, and that's how he unlocked <laughs> Act Three, right? Or Act Two? Yeah. Was it Act Two? Act Three? Can't remember. I think it was Act. Three. I think it's Three, right? Because of Civil War. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it it harms Johnny's character development, but he still probably would have been the playboy superstar because he's always still trying to get the attention of his dad. Maybe even more so if he's having to compete with Nicholas. Yeah. Hmm. It also means we get more avenues on how the Joe Star family branches off at that point. But that is convoluted, and I will not be getting into that. Uh, let's see. Like a people's brother-in-law. It's been like two years since I've read part seven. It's the one he killed, I think. Yeah. Hot Pants' brother? Ooh. Oof, that's grim. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. What would have happened if Hot Pants' brother were to survive? And she wouldn't have done any of the stuff that she did. She just wouldn't be in the story. We wouldn't have meat spray. <laughs> no meat spray is not a JoJo I want to exist with. Lucy's mother. Um, hmm. We get the introduction of the... Of the rock people way earlier. We do? We would. Why? I still have read part eight. <laughs> oh, um, so I don't know if it was the Jesus power, um, or the fact that she, like, could hold Jesus within herself or something like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe that indicates that she's not completely human, but part eight implies that she's a rock person. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, in only one frame, uh, that we see, like, relatively early to midway and then we never go back to it just like when just like when iraqi may have implied that hermes was a rock person yeah <laughs> like when he implied that hermes might have been a rock person which goes against what he wrote about rock people because hermes like cares about people unless they're like simulated fake emotions <laughs> we're going too deep in oh boy the rock person conspiracy. Um, 
Yeah, no, we'd probably get rock people introduction earlier if Rocky was even thinking of them at this point. No, we know he wasn't. <laughs> we 100% we know, he, know he was not thinking that. <laughs> I mean, but you say that, yet Enya was a rock person. That I actually might believe. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, God, I... Do we even get into part eight? I don't know. I mean, I still haven't oh. read it, so. Oh, what if what if Dio didn't die? In, in which one? <laughs> uh, first, both Dios. Uh, I don't know. The second, the second one is so much more evil. I mean, you can. It's really, like, it's really very close to part three, Dio. Yeah. I feel like he's a lot more aggressively evil than Diego was. Diego was like circumstantially evil. And this guy's just like evil, evil. Like he was circumstantially evil. Like I was, I was born in a rough life. Everybody I loved died, and so I learned to be a survivor by being being a scum bucket, marrying up, doing things for political power. I mean, he wanted to have what a governorship. Yeah. You know, and he was just he was just of that mentality. Like I've been at the bottom, and I will never be there again. And there's a little bit of there's a little bit of. Um, sympathy i think i have for that that kind of existence but um i have a i have sympathy for that second dia was just like hey lucy i'm gonna but take what i want here <laughs> it's like okay yeah you're just you're just super scum he's just bad bad yeah uh what if uh what if um uh what if uh president valentine number 15 didn't die <laughs> i mean he kills them all eventually doesn't he <laughs> at some point kind of at some point he will no longer be useful point. to the original yeah i don't know it's comp it's complex and you're getting to a character that literally like replaces themselves with alternate universe versions of themselves what if all funny valentines lived oof which which at, at a dinner with all funny valentines who takes the first napkin <laughs> oh god it, it'd be like the uh, you know how there was the josh fight Oh yeah, it's the funny Valentine fight. The funny Valentine. Except they're Valentine. not using pool noodles; they're actually killing each other. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> Which whichever one has dirty deeds done dirt cheap is the ref. Uh. <laughs> oh man, I like I said, do we do we get into part eight? Well, we we we're missing one really important one though. Oh, please enlighten me. Gyro. Oh well, I mean, I didn't think about him because you know we were emphasizing side characters to get. Uh, but yeah, He's a Joe, no, bro. let's go ahead. He is a Joe, bro. That's true. So, what happens if Gyro lives? Actually, I don't think anything happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not much. I, I think actually the the story plays out pretty much exactly the way it otherwise would have. Um, again, there's a situation where you just make him incapacitated for that scene. Uh, for the rest so that Johnny can have his uh you know final thing and then they get to be bros at the end going like yeah we did it woo high five and Johnny's off to Japan to marry Japanese woman Gyro's heading back home to let that boy out of jail so he can die five years later <laughs> from a cold <laughs> from a cold uh <laughs> It's just why, like, why was that bit needed? Why did they add that? I like, I kind of like it. 
I think we've talked about this when we talked about part seven. I kind of like it. It really does like showcase the futility of existence in that like sort of bittersweet way. <laughs> like it what for for Gyro, it wasn't about the fact that the boy got to live a long, fulfilling life. It was that he didn't die unjustly. Yeah. So I vote we skip part eight. We will put a pin in it and come back to it when I've actually read it. Or maybe when it ends. I'm still yeah, I don't know. I'm still reluctant to read it because I, I feel like as long as I don't read it, there's still more JoJo. <laughs> I mean, Araki said there was going to at least be a part nine. Well, if he survives, did you not see the news recently? What news? Kentaro Miura, creator of Berserk, oh, died. Kentaro Miura, yeah. I've actually not... Oh, it's terrible that he passed. Yeah, away. I've actually not read Berserk, but he died at... I think he was only 54. Yeah, you know, I think you're right. I think it was at 54. And and uh, Berserk is not done. <laughs> no, Berserk isn't done? No. Oh. Oh, that's oh, that's that's horrible. That adds another layer of tragedy to yeah. it. Yeah. At least I okay, Berserk fans don't don't at me because that's just from what I I have understood seeing this on, you know, Reddit or whatever that Berserk is not done. I have never read Berserk. I do know why it is important but um have never checked it out myself because that genre is not usually my jam mm. i mean i've been told you know plenty of times you know you're gonna read berserk you're gonna watch berserk and it always just seemed like a very big thing uh, a very big task to you know tackle but i think now uh, i think it'd be the right time for me to at the very least give it a chance <laughs> yeah as much it's like when when someone tells you like, "Oh, watch One Piece." Oh, okay, how many episodes are there? Or how many manga chapters? Oh, you know, a thousand. <laughs> Just read a thousand <laughs> chapters of manga. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, my, my sister started watching One Piece, right? And you know, she's starting with the episodes from like 1999, 2001. Oh man, it's been on. That <laughs> and long. I'm I'm telling. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I hope you got like five years. <sighs> okay, I think we answered the question. Um, we think we we're, answered. We're it. going pretty long. Do we want to hear my crackpot theory, or you know what? I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for another episode. Uh, my contra. Do we not even get the? Oh, go I'm gonna save my controversial take on one character that maybe should have died early, and the positive effects it would have had. Um, here, here's a little teaser for you. It's from part three. Mm. Who could it be? Who could it be? Write in. Take a guess. Yeah, we have an email, which we'll get to shortly. But until then, it's time for something very important. The irregular dose of spice. It's time for the firefight. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is the time, the part of the episode where we take part three, Muhammad Avdal, and take him and uh, have him fight another fire user from media that I know about. <laughs> Currently, the <laughs> score is two wins to one loss. Uh, Avdal has determined he can defeat Charizard and Pyro from the X-Men, but he lost to part two is ACDC. So, Alex... Please pick a number between 1 and 14 to select today's opponent for Firefight. Ooh. Mm, I'm always... Uh, I'll go with the middle. Let's go 7. 
Seven. The Mad Burnish from Promare. The Mad Burnish. Okay. This this one's going to take a little explaining. <laughs> and I knew it when I put it on here. That's okay. I like talking about Promare. So I'm good with this. So Promare is a, a anime movie made by Studio Trigger. The people that brought you Gurren Lagann, uh, Little Witch Academia, Kill la Kill, that whole genre. Um, it is super amazing. If you've not watched it, I think it's on Amazon. Go check it out. It is about a, uh, a world in which, uh, suddenly a whole bunch of people woke up one day and they had like fire powers. Um, and they were called, they were named the burnish. Um, when they first woke up though, it was like a terrible moment in human history because they like burned everything around them. Um, especially since a lot of them couldn't control the power. And so they were kind of considered extremely dangerous. Um, you know, the government immediately started to try to figure out how to hunt them down and keep them under control. Uh, and then the job of being a firefighter significantly changed, um, into sort of a combat ish role. And so like they have these cool ice freezing weapons to save people from the burnish. If they're like, you know, throwing fire at you or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. our, 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 we've got two protagonists. One is, uh, Gallo Thymos. Gallo is basically Kamina from Gurren Lagann, uh, Good to know. including the blue hair design <laughs> and the fact that he uses a robot. Um, and then you have the other, um, oh no, I'm blanking on his name. Oh, I better look it up because Promare fans are going to kill me. Um. Uh, starts with an L. Leo, that's right. Leo, who is uh, the leader of the Mad Burnish, who is like the strongest of them. And uh, the Mad Burnish are like a group that are trying to fight for Burnish rights, basically, uh, so that they're not constantly being harassed and, and taken over. Um, Leo is the strongest of them and ha has led essentially a freedom fighter organization. Uh, so the Mad Burnish themselves are the strongest of these fire users, and so their fire behaves very differently. Um, it can uh, create objects. <laughs> so, um, and the, the first time we are introduced to them, they uh, transform into like a motorcycle and a throne, and it's like physical fire. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, you, you know what? Here, you know what? I think I think this might be worth actually showing you a video. Please, because uh, I am lost. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm okay. Here we go. I'm gonna send this over to you. There we go. Okay. You watch that for a second. While I try to um, explain this to, to the audience, um, the the Burnish are actually connected to like a, an alien organization, like an alien life form in another dimension. And so like the, this alien life form wants to burn things. And so because these humans have this connection to these people, um, these people also want to burn things. And so that's like the whole conflict. One group of these people want to burn stuff and then the humanity is trying to put out the fire because they obviously don't want the planet to burn up um so they they transform into these like giant semi-mecha people um 
if you've seen Gurren Lagann, they look basically like the Gonmen from that series. It's really cool looking. This is, I'm watching this right now. This is such a good movie. Wow. Uh, he is Kamina. Yeah, literally. It's like if you took Gurren Lagann and Kill a Kill and smashed them together, this is what this anime is, movie is about. It's really, really good. I, I, I actually saw this in the theaters. Um, when it was doing like one of those limited releases, I think it was actually the, it might be the last movie I saw in the theaters <laughs> before the pandemic started. <laughs> now that I think about it, um, uh, yeah. So the, I'm watching this right now. So there's one burnish who has transformed his fire into an ATV. The other one's turned into a motorcycle. Um, they've created armor for themselves out of it. They've got like razor claws, all sorts of things going on. So it's uh it's fire that's beyond fire. Um it's like basically like a magical element of itself. And now I'm watching the cool transformation sequence in which uh not Kamina is transforming his little rescue bot into a battle bot. <laughs> oh, I love this. I love this part. It's also um the English dub is voiced by Billy Kemet, who does Josuke's English dub in part four. Oh hey. It's a small world after all. But okay, so Avdol versus one of these dudes. <laughs> yeah. Or versus all of them? Um, I mean, either way. These three are the strongest <sighs> by far, so it's it's sort of like if he could take one of them, I think he could take all all of them. Okay. So let's just throw the strongest one at him. Okay, that's the leader guy, Leo. Mm-hmm. At his strongest, Leo at some, at one point turns into a giant dragon to burn up the city. Um, think same size, shape, and scope of like a Breath of the Wild dragon. Oh, yeah, hmm. yeah. So very, very large. Lots of fire spewing out. Avdol versus that. <laughs> uh, Avdol and Fire Chicken versus uh <laughs> versus incredibly large fire dragon. Yeah. So in the, in this movie, there is a, a sort of concept that the, the fire is sort of related to their life force energy, their soul. So I'm going to say that um, the stand can probably interact with it. Can the stand steal the fire? Ah, interesting. Because if he can steal the fire, then it's over for them. <sighs> How many times have we seen Avdol steal fire? Hmm. I do not think we see him steal fire. I mean, we know that he can essentially disperse it, but then again, that is his fire. I mean, I think we've sort of come to the generalized agreement that he can control other fire in the area. Um, mm -hmm. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, there was really never an occasion to do that. Was there? It's getting bad. I, I, I really need to rewatch. I need to do a rewatch soon because I'm starting to forget things. <laughs> I mean, I probably got to do a rewatch soon, too. Yeah, it might be time. It might be time for an official rewatch. <laughs> oh, man. Officially, okay. But, I mean, a giant dragon, you know, versus Avdol. Uh, I think maybe giant dragon dude wins. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Especially since... If you've never seen Promare, but if you've seen Gurren Lagann or Kill a Kill and you, you, you know, like the sort of hyper over the top power levels you're talking about, mm -hmm. um, 
as weird as this is going to sound, it's like JoJo is a little bit more grounded in reality. <laughs> um, at least, especially in the sense of like the scale of, uh, you know, there's a severe power creep in, in JoJo, but it's still compared to other anime, it's actually kind of reasonable, especially in terms of like Abdal's abilities. Right, Abdal's got a lot, of, a lot of you know utility type moves, but in the end, it's just kind of a lot of fire. It's no more than like a you know a basic fire attack in Naruto. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't think he can beat the Mad Burnish because I think the Mad Burnish is just way too over the top, and that fire has way too much utility, even more so than Abdal's. Um, yeah, I I think so. Oh my God, Abdal. <sighs> You've lost again. Well, it, it, hey, hey, it's two to two. It's a respectable, it's a respectable, um, you know, lineup so far. He beat Charizard and Pyro. He's lost against ACDC and the Mad Burners. There are still 13 opponents to go. And there are, <laughs> there are a couple I really want you to pick. And I'm just waiting for him. It's gonna be great. You can like nudge me. You can like nudge me. No, to no, no, no. It must be. It must be random. It must be. I will not. I, I okay. must maintain the integrity of the firefight. Okay. When are we getting Avdol versus Danny? <laughs> Avdol versus Incinerator. <laughs> Avdol versus uh, Flame Trooper from the Mandalorian. Ah. <laughs> uh. All this memeing makes me crave some memes. For the meme of the week? Maybe even a meme of the week. Should we, oh, should I put, should I put, I know, I know what I should put. I should put on a song during meme of the week, and I think I know which one. Hold on. Please. Let me, let me find it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh. Just a little uh, Boingo Boingo Brothers music. <laughs> Meme of the week it will be. Hmm. <laughs> Alright, you go first because well, I, for I have forgotten mine. I had one, I can't remember. I gotta find okay. it real quick. <laughs> so, uh, my meme comes from Instagram user Joe Journal Files. Um, and it's uh, you have one square where we got a T posing video game Joseph saying, I will never forgive the Japanese. And casual stick man eating his cereal saying, he will never forgive the Japanese. And then uh, we have a picture where it's uh, that same pose, but added Josuke. Uh, and it's him spitting out his cereal. <laughs> you know, I guess, hey, <laughs> I guess he forgave the Japanese. Oh boy. That reminds me, actually, should I just do that one? I can't remember who the user was. Where's my phone? I sent it to you like, was it like last week? The Lord of the Rings one. Lord of the Rings one. Yeah, hold up. Oh, after all, why not? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, here it is. Does it have a user? Okay, so yeah, so this was on Shit Post Crusaders, like, oh, like a beginning of a month is when I found it um, from user Tenebris27. And it is the, uh, the meme from Lord of the Rings where Bilbo is considering, you know, after all, why not? Why shouldn't I keep my ring? And it's got a picture of old Joseph superimposed on it. And he goes, after all, why not? 
why shouldn't I forgive the Japanese? And then it's just a picture of Tomoko. (laughs) 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 I love it. Uh, That's... I like that. I like that one, you know? Both of our memes centered around Joseph forgiving the Japanese. I mean, yes. we, we live in such a, a divided time. We need to we need to do more forgiving. Let's more let's be more like Joseph Joestar and put our, our bygones behind us. Exactly. Let's let's be like Joseph Joestar. Forgive past grievances, you know? Just make sure that those uh <laughs> new apologies um uh uh, just make sure that uh, you accepting forgiveness just doesn't end up with your wife getting mad at you. <laughs> Look, it's it's what we should do is, um, you know, find ways to forgive other groups of people that you didn't like, so long as there's a hot woman involved. That, <laughs> that's the Joseph Joestar method. That is jo- that's that's terrible. Don't do that. Don't really do that. Don't. I'm joking. Please joke. Joke. Tm. No, he's being completely serious. Let's all do that. No joke. Tm. You have no trademarks. Uh, anyway, oh man, this episode's been a. Whew, oh, this has been quite the episode. Quite it the has, episode but you know what? Deep. This episode was made possible by you, the listeners, who who suggested it, and uh, you can continue to do give us those things if you want to hear us talk about something in particular. You can always go to Anchor.fm/slash/NoDignity and hit that record button. And uh, maybe we will play your audio on the show. Um, if you have a question that you want to hear live on here or you can always email us at no dignity podcast at gmail.com or hit us on the socials uh twitter is at no dignity pod instagram no underscore dignity underscore podcast uh i guess you could send a carrier pigeon to me yeah uh you can send a dollar to the no dignity patreon oh yeah we we do got that yeah, at uh, patreon.com slash no dignity podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. If you want more of me, I don't know why you'd want more of me, but if you do want more of me, uh, you can find me on Instagram at asquidv. I haven't posted anything in like a year and a half. I know. I know. Uh, you can you're follow. Not, you can find me on Twitter. To, you're not supposed to like it. You're supposed to say that. You're supposed to hype it up. <laughs> No, I refuse to lie to the audience. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at AsquidTV or the third. Uh, you get to see my crazy long hair that I don't have anymore because I, I had to go to a job interview. <laughs> ah, the man keeping you down with your hair. I know. I was planning to have like the full. Uh, I was planning to have the full. Ah, dang it! I, I wanted the full. I can't believe I forgot the guitar guy from JoJo. Oh, Otoishi? I forgot Otoishi's name. We really we gotta re we gotta rewatch soon. We gotta rewatch. Um, I have <laughs> I have no dignity. That actually reminds me of the meme I was originally going to say. I know where it plugs. Um, I'm ruining the format, but it was. Uh, I can't remember the com- It was one of those comics. I can't remember who drew it, but it was like, uh, Star Platinum and uh, was fighting. Uh, Love Deluxe, and uh, and then they stop fighting, <laughs> and um, um, Yukako is like, "What are you doing? Attack him!" And Joe, and then like the 
Star Platinum is like playing with the hair, and the hair is like playing back, and Jotaro is like, that's weird. Star Platinum's never done this before. It's almost like they recognize each other. And then it just sort of shows the scene of um, Buford. Oh! So it's like, you know, the old Jonathan is, is Star Platinum theory. <laughs> and uh, it's like, I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. I like that. That's nice. Yeah. But anyway, if you want to see or hear more of what I'm up to, you can go to sillzeromedia.com. Uh, that's all my stuff. My book, Heart and Soul Fist, where you can buy and read that. Uh, you've got my other podcast, Silhouette Zero. It's been going well and it's very fun. I'm streaming these days, twitch.tv slash ingdaydreams. I'm still writing that Persona 5 fan fiction. I think it's 250,000 words now. It's out of control. I should stop. Um, yeah, and then, you know, just hit me up on Twitter at ingdaydreams. I-N-G-D-A-Y-D-R-E-A-M-S. Uh, you've ruined the format of the show, and um, uh, you, sir, have no dignity. Uh, do not shift any blame on me for not scheduling an episode recording, because uh, we do not pay attention to any blame that falls upon me. <laughs> do you hear that? Chris tries to shift blame onto Alex, even though he said not to shift blame onto Alex. Yeah. No dignity. To be continued. Good night. To be continued. Ba 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 